<laughs> Warning the following program contains world premieres, certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Licensed to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Back for another one. Back for another one. Welcome to the show, Hip Hop Licensed to Ball show, covering the Sweet 16, Session 1. Sean's event, on the radar event, good event. He has it locked down in the ATL on events, live events especially. He has hardcore, mid-major, and high-major people come in. So, you know, you got the shoe company league. So, they get the upper echelon of talent. But after that, it's second to none what Sean does. We're bringing in the talent, well-connected, well-respected. A lot of people that come in this event and like people looking for a player in Georgia, Sean and his crew is the people they contact in first or one of the people they contact first. They either first or second or first, second, and third. Cause around a lot of players, most majority of players can be playing mid-major. Gotta do a good job, man, on deck. That's what we're gonna be covering today on this tournament. We're gonna have Fonzo from baseline and baseline and grid line on the show, getting a recap. We got the Smyrna Stars coach on the show today, Coach Kurt. We got Brandon Rocksteiner, B Rock, could be joining the show, talk about his recruitment and Sweet 16 session one. He's going to be on it talking about it. going to be a big show. It's probably the big show. The show had the most guest appearance on the show. And it's titled the most because we got three people on there. We got Coach, Brandon, and then we'll do a player profile as well. Two players we're going to spotlight. Going to be Ace Bailey. And Brandon Rex Signer, B Rock. That's what he's gonna be doing. And the first thing we got on there, we're gonna go ahead and jump right into this, man. I got so much, I got so much going in my head and spinning. I'm trying to figure out exactly how to do this and not mess it up and try to make this show sound perfect. I have not did the perfect show yet. I'm still working on it. I always find some holes in it, man. Yeah. And y'all tell me when I make a mistake too, so. I'm gonna go ahead and cue up this Ace Bailey breakdown. One of the stars of the tournament. You can't hear what it's saying. That's my fault. We're going we're gonna to start that back up from, from the top again. And do that Ace Bailey player profile. Kid's amazing. Player profile. Arius Bailey, a 6'8 perimeter player, 195, pound with 7'0 wingspan, extremely athletic, great lateral quickness and play above the rim. 
excellent feel for the game and confidence allow him to make the game appear effortless. Has the ability to catch and shoot off screens has three-point range that he hits with regularity he can clog up anyone with his in-your-face defensive tactics. An unselfish player with great court vision, he can agglomerate assists with the best of them. His learning curve is great at this point in his career and the sky is the limit for him. Now that gave me a little breakdown on Ace Bailey's game. Got some footage coming out for that too. It's just so much going on. I can't keep up with all this. I don't know how much stuff we're going to be, be able to do. My Lord, man. It's going to be crazy. Trying to keep up with all these things, but... Kid's good. The kid, the kid is good. You know, he made me want to get my camera back out again and start recording. We're sticking more to the podcast, and when you see a talent like that, a, a, a generational talent like that, you you want to get the camera out for that guy. Plays like no other. You cannot put him in a box so he plays like this, play play like this guy. You can't do it. Very explosive. Like around a seven foot wingspan. Can shoot the rock, drive to the basket. Score on two levels. You score right around the basket and at the three-point line. That intermediate mid-range game. Here work on it. But shoot the ball real good. Handles is better than decent. Play both ends of the floor, what they call a two-way player. I mean, this dude is just fun to watch. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch him play again and again and again. I'm keep watching this kid play. He's the big ticket. A lot of people go out and see this guy play. He's gonna fill up the gym all across Georgia and wherever you go across the nation. It's gonna be the big ticket. Most definitely be the big ticket. And then next up, we're gonna do the Brandon Rex Steiner B Rock profile and talk about him a little bit. We're gonna do that. Go and cue that in. This guy, like, I call this guy Baby John. That's a nickname I got for him. It's Baby John. Mommy of John Stockton. Not just because he's white, just how you play. Player profile Brandon Rech Steiner, 5 foot 11, 165 pounds. He has a good wingspan for his size and solid quickness, but isn't very explosive. But make up for it with his fast, gritty, durable playmaking ability. See the floor as well as anyone on the court. A crafty ball handler, Rech Steiner uses a quick crossover and effective in and out move to create space. He can change speeds well and attacks the rim out of the pick and roll. Yeah, that, that guy, he's another guy that you love watching. You like basketball. You really Player profile you, you really get you you really get into how he plays. You really do. You really get into it, you like it. And you understand the game. Sometimes he will wow you with some fantastic plays, highlight plays, but he's just a gym rat. He's the type of player that the reason why Jim Rat inside has started. Those type of players right there, and the reason why Jim Rat inside is Jim Rat inside. You've seen guys like that and say, look, we gotta come up with this company and start giving kids exposure and cover kit. These two guys right here, that's why they play a profile of the week when you're doing these things. It just it's just amazing that you see the basketballs in a good place and you just it's not going downhill and the kids are doing it the right way. That's what I like about that. Now we got Brandon Rex Steiner to be joining the show for an interview. I'm going to go ahead and bring him in now. That is the wrong button. Man, what's up with it? This won't be the perfect show hitting the wrong button. This is 
interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined, so y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. We got Brandon Rex Steiner on the hotline. Etowa High School, Atlanta All-Star point guard, one of the top point guards in the country. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. That's what's up. You've been um getting a lot of interest lately, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about that the interest you get from college coaches. The majority of it is mid-major, and you've been getting some high-major stuff as well. Let's talk about that. What's some uh, teams have been interested in you? Um, Yeah, so the main teams that have, like, showed a lot of love is, like, good mid-major schools, like, around the southeast, like, schools like Belmont, Furman, Wofford, a whole bunch of schools around the southeast. And then I have offers from a, a few schools around the southeast, and also I have offers from Texas State, who had a really good season this past year. They won the regular season, but fell short in the conference tournament. So, and then a few high major schools, like Minnesota has shown some love, and then UGA showed a little bit of love, but, yeah. I got you. No, no Kennesaw State? Kennesaw State, yeah, they were my first office. Okay. I like them a lot. Yeah, I have a, I have a, uh, I like their coaching staff a lot, so and it's real close. So I definitely like them a lot. Yeah, they they home the coaches the coaches homegrown from out of Willis, mm-hmm. so he understand the, uh, the landscape and everything over there. Coach over there, I like coach. I've been knowing him for a while. I used to watch him play. Yes, sir. He's super cool. I like him a lot. He was the first he one school to offer me uh, during my sophomore summer. He trying Kennesaw State trying to change, not trying. They are changing the attitude. They are that mm-hmm. they want the local players and they're going to come get them and not be scared to recruit them, which is good. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Sweet 16 Session 1. What's your yep. – you got what you mm-hmm. want out of this this uh, showcase? Um. Yeah, it was good. Like, I played well. Like, I could have played better, obviously. And we played a really good team at the in the last game, PSF Elite. It was a bunch of um like unsigned seniors and then also really good prospects in my grade. So it was a good competition and we pulled it out. Like we showed we're a good team. But personally I I thought I played well, you know, I got a few schools that new schools that like showed some love and then I averaged I mean I shot sixty three percent from three throughout the whole tournament and I averaged sixteen points a game and nine assists. So I thought I played well. I had a few Obviously, a few areas to improve, but I, I played well. I like it. Man, my mental calculator is so accurate. I, I was going to talk about you about that averaging a double double with points and assists. And then, Almost. You, know, I, I'm you mm-hmm. got some people missing some shots. I've seen it myself. <laughs> and some bunnies. So. Nah, maybe, maybe the pass might have been a little bit too late. I don't know. Never blame my teammates. I got you. That's a good leader. But I, that's me mm-hmm. looking from outside in. I feel you. That's how you pose a response. That's what I like. I love that on that. <laughs> and we got a home. You play for a homegrown program at Atlanta All-Stars. What made you fall in love with, with Ben Miller and his program? So, like, so obviously I had a bunch of, like, 30 teams, like, almost all of them from like around this area and like from other states, they kind of wanted me to come play for them. But, you know, I I really trusted coach Miller. Like he, like he showed, he told me I could do what I wanted to do from his program. And then like, we built a, like I trusted him and I just trusted that he would put me in the right position to get in front of college coaches. So I thought I was like, why not? I mean, I have some friends on the team and we have a really good team. Like I honestly think, if you were to put us on a circuit, like, we would do really good on a circuit because we have a lot of talent across the board. So, I mean, I just trusted Coach Miller, 
And obviously everyone wants to play on the EYBL and all that, but I mean, it's not always like better to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I got a nickname for you already. It's, it's Baby John. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You, can you put the pieces together while I call you Baby John? Uh, who you talking, John Stockton? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's I, good. Yeah, he's good. And you got the Stockton and Malone combination on the team with Faulkner. Yep, you all have yep. good chemistry together. Got at Calhoun mm -hmm. High School. Yeah, he's super. Like he's too, he's probably the best uh, floor running. Like he he takes contact. You throw him a lot, like he's gonna catch it and dunk it because he he can take contact through the air. He's so explosive, so he's really good, and he can shoot it. Like people don't know that he can shoot it. He can really shoot it. Yep. And Jim side of is video based. Guys like you make us pick the camera back up. We have a we focus it more on the podcast and doing this, but when we, when we see guys like how you play, they make us grab our camera. We bring the camera to the gym anyway, just in case. And so we don't want to miss anything. And you you reward us every single time. And I want to go a little bit more into colleges. What are you looking for in a college? The, so the in a college? Mm -hmm. So the main thing is like to have a good relationship with the coach like to me I don't really care about the level because I mean people have my dream is to play professional basketball so people have shown like in the past you don't have to go to a high major school you don't even have to go to a mid-major school to go professional so the main thing is to have a relationship with the coach and to know what I'm getting myself into like because to me like all I do is like I'm a hooper like all I do is work out literally like it sounds kind of like so like everyone seems to say that, but like that's really what I do. So I just want to have a place where I can, you know, just hoop, get better, like really get better, like to, and have a good relationship with the coach to have him put me in the right like situations and fit how I play. Which is, I mean, I can play different type of roles, but just to fit how I like to play and all of that. So that's the main thing. Okay, last question. Growing up in Atlanta. Is it one player in particular or any players in particular that you watched growing up? Yeah. The one name that comes to my mind growing up in high school basketball is Colin Sexton. I mean, we have the same uh, trainer, Nick Sapson, probably the best trainer in Georgia. Uh, so that was my main person. I was in sixth grade, and we, me and my friend at Etowah, he, uh, we would go after our games, we would go watch Colin play at Pebbleburg, and he was like, I thought I used to watch all his documentaries, all his videos, and then I had the chance to like help rebound for him and just watch him work out. Like that was literally like my idol. Like he, I think he's the most uh, like exciting player to watch. Like if you go back and watch his highlights, the way he gets inside of people's head and just it's insane. I think also people kind of hate on him now in the NBA. Like people don't realize like if he didn't get hurt, he would have been an All Star this year. So. That's definitely my favorite player growing up to watch in high school. I got you. Are you familiar with six degree six degrees of separation? Uh, it sounds familiar. Uh, what is that? Basically, every single person in the world, you get up to six people. Within six people, somebody you know know that person. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Everyone, especially in basketball, everybody knows each other. Really. But with you and me, it's one degree of separation. Because I know Colin, and I know yeah. I call him Nick the trainer. Yeah, Nick. That's, that's like my big bro. Like, I worked out with him for this live period, like, three days in a row for, like, two and a half hours. So you one of the best trainers. Been out with him. Yes. Yeah, I, lo I, mean, I love Nick the trainer. I did stuff. I exactly. did. Did you see any videos I did with Nick the trainer with some of his guys over there at Purple Brook? I, I did. Yeah, I did. So, on that, but yeah, uh, go ahead. I was like, you did one with uh, Drew, or am I mistaken? Drennan. I we have did so many videos. I I forget stuff we have done. So, oh, yeah, but yeah, sure. I had to, I, I had to on the side of yes, probably because you know we just do so much, man. We really do so much, man, but. You plan on getting? We're gonna be baptizing you soon too with a with a mix. On that, mm -hmm. most definitely. Appreciate it.
All right, you, you want to tell anybody how they can follow you on social media before you get out of here? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on uh, Twitter. It's B underscore rock. And then on Instagram, it's just Brandon dot Rexiner. Or if you just type in B rock, it, it, it should pop up. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. All right, that's what's up, man. Until next time, we, you going to be in Indian Hoops this weekend? Um, Our coach hasn't decided yet, but I'll let you know uh, if we are. But he's still deciding. All right, man. Until next time, man. It's been, been a pleasure, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. You're welcome. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Peace. Yeah, it was amazing. We got um, Brandon. Hey, it's amazing how these guys are so mature for their age. Very mature for their age. And when we come back, we're going to have a finals of them baseline, the sideline, hoops, and grid line. You just recap of the Sweet 16 over at Sean's event. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Yep. We have more shows like this going on, most definitely. I'm going and bring in my main man, Alfonso, onto the show, man. Let's go and bring him in. Welcome to the main event. In this corner, Robert Afonso Jr. from Baseline to Sideline.com, covering gridiron to the hardwood, current world heavyweight champion. Back at it again, man. Too long. Absolutely. And it's really my fault. <laughs> nah, you good. What's going on, hip hop? Nothing much. Talking some basketball once again, you know, that uh, Sweet 16 Session 1. A lot of ma major coaches and even some high major coaches came in and see a couple of players here and there. I saw, saw some head coaches there. So it was a good tournament, good turnout. A lot of teams, like 12 different gyms. I mean, it's, you got your head spinning. But it was oh, just absolutely. awesome. It's, it's good to have Good to have the live period back again, baby. Uh-huh. Yep. Because, you know, the last year and a half for two years, it's been a little bit hit or miss. Coaches weren't able to get out due to many restrictions due to COVID. But, you know, here we are. We, you know, not as many coaches. There were plenty of coaches, but not as many coaches as things we've been having in the past due to a so many events going on and so many other things we can touch on. Yeah, shortly. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. What's going what's your takeaways from the tournament? Um my takeaways, some of the takeaways that I I've seen is like coaches are really starting to look at the class of twenty twenty three and players to to recruit in that class. I know so many people are like, Oh, you know, they're not looking for high school kids, but I've seen so many kids already pick up offers just from being the 2023 class after their performance this weekend. So that's one takeaway. Um, another takeaway, which I want to kind of give a heads up to some of these players out here, is this week, you know, and since we're in Georgia, they're all getting back in school. Um, they all will have some workouts with their high school coaches in the morning or afternoon or both and even have potentially some workouts with their travel team. My advice to them is work on things that you're good at. Obviously work on the things you're unable to do, but work on the simple things. 
Because one thing that I noticed, I hated seeing so many kids miss layups, so many kids not run the floor, so many kids trying to handle the ball when they can't really handle it. You know, just work on the things because the live, the next live period session two will be here in two weeks. You know, and you don't want to, you know, everybody like, oh, I'm excited to, or this is my first live period. And, you know, it's like, no, everybody wanted it to happen, but nobody was prepared for it to happen. You, you get that's what great, I'm saying? That's so, a great point. Yeah, that's a great point because you want to put your best effort forward and you want to hide your weaknesses and your deficiencies for players and yeah. coaches and coaches at the next level. You're exactly right. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I mean, you don't, you know, and, and I think that that's where, um, that's where that was, that was another takeaway. And my last one is I can't reiterate this enough. AU coaches, travel coaches, travel directors, whatever, whoever, whatever adult is in charge, please make sure that you like, let's start not tonight because you're exhausted. I'll give you that excuse. But let's start by Wednesday of this week, compiling your roster correctly with your player information and hit the submitting button to the next tournament that you're going to go to more than likely. It'll be back here in Atlanta somewhere. But do yourself a favor. Do your kids a favor and get the rosters right in the book. All right? It's it's beyond comical now for college coaches who they want to be able to recruit your kid, but they don't got time to go chase down names and roster. Yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I'll go ask the program director after I criticize them, and I'll definitely go chase the roster for the college coach. But if I'm not there, a lot of them college coaches aren't interested after that. They'll move on to another kid or even a kid that you're playing against, and next thing you know, it's instead of one of your players getting that offer or one of your players peaking that interest of a college program, another player will. You know, another player will. So put your players in the best opportunity to um, achieve some form of success. Don't, don't have yourself in a space where you don't know what, you know, you, you're like, oh, I, I thought I did it. But then if the deadline was Wednesday to get it in and I go to a director and so they're like, yeah, you know, we did it. But the problem we were having is the players weren't the problem. It was the coaches who didn't get their stuff in. So now they're like, oh yeah, we turned it in on Thursday. Listen, most of these directors who are putting these packages together and their staff, they got to get it to the printer at some point so that it could be ready and available by five o'clock on Friday, right? For that coach who spent some money to to get this information because coach, that's what coaches want as well as the media people. And then if you're not going to do that, fine. If you don't want to do that, you don't get it in inside. Have someone on your staff take the names of your players, put it in a notes app or something in numerical order first and last of your players and write it in the score sheet. So guess what? When coach doesn't find your roster in the book, they could go to the score sheet and actually see your first, your players first and last name. But some of you are so lazy that you only put either numbers or last names and you expect these coaches to know who these kids are. You expect some of the media people to know who these kids are. No, it doesn't work that way. But those are my three cents. You know, you can cash it, whatever you like. Make sure you don't spend it all in the in one place. I'm going to just tell you this now. It's like you living rent-free in my head. Because <laughs> I'm thinking this way, okay, I don't know how much it costs for that tournament. It's not free. You right. got to pay something because you got all these gyms and you got all these workers and people got to make money and people got to get paid. So... You're putting a lot of hard, hard-earned money. A lot of these teams are not sponsored. So they come out of the uh-huh. backbone of, of the community or the parents. Uh-huh. So you go there for exposure. Uh-huh. How in the hell can you give exposure to a kid you like 
and you go, oh man, they playing good. And like with me, I, I multitask. I got my son with me. I got all this stuff. So I'm going like, okay, cool. He's playing good. I remember the team. Yeah. When I get home, I go in my media guy and do my due diligence and find this dude. And I go to the media guy. And I'm I already left the gym. And if the information is there, like you said, is incorrect. And then now, how I'm going to get this kid exposure when I, I got to run into him again and remember to find a coach or whatever. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. But, yeah, I hear you on that. But um, I think I found my, for me personally, my next Ryan Harrell that I'm going to cover the most and want to see the most is, what's that kid's name? Man, I just had, I had it pulled up too. I think it's Arius. Bailey, I think that's name is. Oh, it, yeah. Ace? Yes. Yeah. I, Ace Bailey? Absolutely. That's my favorite player now. For the next two years, Ace, as of right now, it's my favorite player. I'll be going to see him Ace, more than any player in Georgia. Ace Bailey will be fun to watch, sir. Yeah. You know, and a guy like yourself, Get your video camera ready. Get your GoPro ready because he's going to give you all the highlights you need. When I was talking to him, I, I don't, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I don't think he realized who he was talking to. I, and I'm like, man. No, nah, he doesn't. I'm like, man. It's okay. It's okay. You know when, he, you know when he'll figure it out? When you go <laughs> ahead and make him a nice mix and do what you do, you know, with the editing and making him look even better than what he already is and or or to the level that you want to see him at and when you start putting them together like that and stringing them together dude he'll be your next one that you said man he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be special man a lot of a lot of college coaches are you know and even one college coach made a great point it was like um a lot of programs, high major programs, or even larger schools don't even know who this kid is just yet. But when yep. they do, when they do look out, because it's going to take off, and it's already taking off because you had some some larger schools in there who did get a chance to see them and see him, but some of them didn't, and some of them just kind of like, ah, dismissed that group because they're 2024. 20, and I'm just like, yeah, you keep dismissing them, and then they'll be biting you in your behind and at the collegiate level because you overlooked them. Yep, because me and you talk about this on and off air. I'm trying to cut back on video and watching this kid play. He actually motivated me and gave me more energy to want to do videos because it's like not the knock on these players today. He's like one of those throwback players that I, I'm used to covering back in the day. He's that type of player. I'm not saying these players not good now, but it's like I went into time warp and like went back about four or five years and like, whoa. He's a different kind mm -hmm. of player. He's just different. And with his game, I, I can't figure out anybody he plays like because he plays like nobody. You know? Which is, which is good. Mm -hmm. Because what, and, and the reason I say that, because someone asked me the same thing. I'm like, well, I don't want to sit here and get and compare a kid because it's not fair, right? Mm -hmm. He's only a salt. His body's gonna change. His skills are gonna change. His motor's gonna change. You know, a lot of things because when you look at him, he's a legit young kid. Because even if you watch him off the floor, all he is is a kid who's still. 15 years old, 16 years old, just trying to figure out life, man. And he just wants to play basketball. So, you know, to try to sit here and be like, you know, he reminds me of XYZ player, it, it's just way too much pressure for a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I always like to try to me, just me being in the media and just watching play, I try to figure out, if I could, for me, if I could figure out a play he reminds me of, I could relate to him better, if that makes sense. It's like, I had to make that connection and I was going around like, you know what? It's nobody. It's no, I was like, it's night. And back in the day, he has parts to, to his game is different from everybody. Like 
Because like I was thinking, like, like he has an element of Durant in him. He has an element of um I um what's he, IG, Andre Iguodala. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I can see like, that I, in him. I, I, mm-hmm. And then okay. I, I'm trying to think. It's one other one other play, and I see Giannis in him, but it's none of those are. It's like it's none of those dominant in his game. His game's like no other. Well, he. I'm gonna take it a little bit further back because those guys. I get it. They're more, but those guys do maybe more. Yeah, I could sit here and if I were to put him in today's player, it would be more Kevin Durant, honestly. Mm-hmm. However, the the player that I see the most because of that age without all the intensity mm-hmm. is Kevin Garnett. I was you know, thinking that, but he has no. He don't get in the post at all. That's why. I, no, no, and 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 he doesn't. But you know, it's like if it's almost like if you were to mix it up, right? Like mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin Garnett because of the way he shoots it and he, his ball handling ability, and Kevin Garnett because of his ability to just try to block shots and try to play defensively. You know, he's but he really reminds me of um, ah, I can't I just drew a blank. Uh, Johnson that. Played at Cincinnati years ago. Oh, Kenyon Martin. And not Kenyon Martin. Not okay. Kenyon Martin. He, it's the Johnson, and it just I just drew a blank on that. But you know, he reminds me of a lot of them guys from back in the day who were long, wiry, um, again, skilled guys with the ball in his hand. He's gonna be like I said. He's gonna be special. He's gonna be a problem. I'll be honest with you, if he would have had they played or had they been on the Nike EYBL, I mean, every high major would have offered him. Yep. Already. They've been they've been fighting for seats. You you be yeah. having Bill Self telling a low major that he gotta get up out of that seat so he can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It would have been interesting, that's for sure. I tell you another team that you don't hear anything about him, and you never. I, I, at least I don't. You really don't see him in the gym during high school season at all. But when every year come around, they have decent players. Is the Atlanta All Stars? I don't know how they do and, it. Well, he hand picks them. He hand picks them. Like, like here's the thing. Here's the thing about how he does his program from any program, especially those 17s. He's like, I'm going to put it to you like this. He's like the suburban mom, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where yes, they have access to Kroger's. They have access to Publix. And yes, they like getting the items out of those areas, like most people do. But then they want to go to an exclusive crowd, want to pick a certain type of player. They go to Whole Foods. <laughs> you know what I mean? They go to Whole Foods. They, it, it's a little bit exactly with what they're looking for. Or they go to Trader Joe's because they, again, it's rare items. It's rare combination of things that are work together. So what he does is, yeah, he got, uh, you know, um, Brandon Rocksteiner, right? Mm-hmm. Who he's a solid point guard. And when you talk about point guards in the class of 2023 in the state of Georgia, not many people even realize. I mean, he's one of the top five guards in that class. He's not number five, but he's not number one. But he's so steady in who he is as a basketball player, right? Then you have Spencer Elliott, who when you look at him, you see the potential moving forward, not just what you see currently. You know, um, you also have uh, Brigham, Brigham Rogers. I mean, dude is all of six eight six nine, and he's not just a lumbering six eight six nine. He's a agile, versatile six nine guy. You know, who can finish above the rim, can shoot the jumper. You have Faulkner. I mean, you have. Again, it's guys that not only know how to play with each other, even though they come from different programs, 
they know how to play basketball because they all come from every single one of those guys come from solid programs that teach them how to play. Also, Coach Miller, Bench Miller, is is only going to handpick again. He he goes to the games and he literally scouts these kids to be like, okay, who am I going to take? How many? You know, I'm only going to take 10 kids, maybe 12, but mostly 10. And he's like, ah, this is what I'm going to ride out with all summer. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, he's expecting the same loyalty he gives you. He's expecting it back. So that's yep. the kind of kids he got. Mm-hmm. You know, he hardcore. He don't put his phone number on the book. This email. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, because he makes sure that if you're going to take a picture of that book, you gonna you gonna at least be able to contact them, mm-hmm. yep, you know, and that's on. what kids, kids don't understand that. What's a player's stock is rising coming out of this session one, Sweet Sixteen? Well, I you know I could sit here and say, oh, the obvious is Ace Bailey, right? But mm-hmm. I think a player's stock who's going to continue, who's going to take a nice nice trajectory upward is we just talked about it Spencer Elliott alright because even before the night was over today he's picked up two offers from Kennesaw State and Mercer um, yeah they was watching him hard. they watching all his games yeah they, they, were, they were there to see some stuff a lot of people um will also be just intrigued. Uh, give me one second. And Darian, uh, hold on, because I have his name. Darian Reed out of Grove Town. His stock is going to take a nice trajectory upward because he's he does a lot of things that people don't, don't expect, and he's on the cusp of Man, he could literally go from somebody watching him one day and going, oh, he's a mid-major to by the time he's done, he's a high-major product or a power five, power six conference guy. Uh, Another guy that I see getting an opportunity to, again, evaluate himself a little bit better and and stock rising, again, it all depends is there was a guy who probably was the best big man shooting the ball was Alex Doyle out of EME, British time ballers. I mean, granted, he's a 2022 kid, but man, can he shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. He shot the basketball so well. It was just little things like that that, you know, those are the guys that I feel um, that I feel that who are going to we're going to make some changes and improvements in that game. What you think about was Brent? I think it's Brent Wright. Play for ALT. Oh, yeah, see, and him playing with Ace, man, he's going to look even even better. He shoots the daggone grip off the basketball. That's how good he he knocks it down. Don't call him now. He's going to be going to Duke. I he's a Duke player. That. I could definitely see that. <clears throat> I love his, his game. Only gonna get better. His game only get, he, and I, he got more room to grow. I don't know how tall his dad is, but you just gonna look at the kid and tell he gonna put some more inches on, and his game gonna get mm-hmm. better. And mm-hmm. you was talking about Spencer picking up those offers. Yep. I was looking at Spencer and I was evaluating his game, and I saw some things. I saw some holes in his game, which everybody does. But like I don't really know if they really holes. It's like the one thing is not a hole. It's not a hole at all. It's not a knock on him. He needs to get mm-hmm. stronger. I think if he gets I mean, that, stronger, yeah. things I see him that he had trouble doing to be even easier to do. I think just by not him not getting the weight room and need to get this summer he get in the weight room. He's gonna be be a, more of a problem than he really is too because he's very athletic. His feet is light. He had good hands. You know, and he uh, has a good IQ for the game. And he played with a good attitude. You just can't, that's yeah. stuff you can't coach. No, you really can't. 
Um, and he, he, you know, but, but again, every kid has a chance to get strong. You know, that's just, you know, we, we kids work and train on things like that, but very few work on actually lifting. And that's what the Rocksteiner kid, um, he's, when you look at him, like, that's the reason I like him as one of the top five guards in the, point guards in the state. Yeah, he got those shoulders. Man, he's got shoulders, he's got arms, he's got the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like him. He's um the when I used to coach and do all the things, I I know what what kind of system I want to run. I had an idea with player, but it's a skill getting players and then getting all of them in jail and know like. I might take this player with a lesser talent, but he's going to gel with my team. Because I remember one time I, I got a lot of good talent, and my team wasn't good. They didn't jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had a lot of talent, but they didn't jail. Then I had teams with less talented. If we played better than those teams, they jail. So it's an art form mm-hmm. to what Ben does. He has a secret recipe, a secret sauce every year. Don't matter how his teams are always going to be competing, can be competitive. But he has that special sauce, man. No, I just say he just he just gets guys that he knows that they're not like when they don't play. For example, weekend that they don't play, these guys aren't looking to go play for somebody else. You know, they're working out. Got to do, you know. Whereas we all know that if a team doesn't play next week, you you know the team that you saw them on this past week, they'll be. They'll be um, playing for somebody just for the weekend. Mm. Like, oh, I'm just playing. And it's like, you know, you just end up creating bad habits. Whereas these guys are just like doing what they got to do, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. That sounds good, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, you're feeling the same frustrations this weekend, too. I was like, man, I'm just getting back into it. And just, it's probably just me. <laughs> so the stuff I was saying. I said, I was going to let it chalk it up. It's just me because I'm very opinionated. So I was like, nah, just, it's just you. This is how they doing things. It's just you. And then, and then like I said, we, you know, I just want people to be better prepared, man, to, to come out there and compete and play hard, you know? Yeah, I, the add on to that, not to beat a dead horse, but a lot of people forget when you're doing a first oppression, if it's real difficult, like in a book, the other person, if they don't know you and they don't have a report with you, you know and saying if it's this difficult getting basic information from this program, it's going to be real difficult to recruit this kid. Probably there's going to be a lot of work just to get him and you're not Michael Jordan. So, you know, the better you are, the more they are willing to put up with you. And so right. the majority of people are, are average players. Mm-hmm. Stars are above, you know, stars can write their own ticket, but a lot of us don't have that gift. So they're looking at this in the roster. Like I have seen in the past where the coach had put down his phone number and email for every single player and address and all that. In the high school, he got all the same high school on there where basically mm-hmm. all the mail come to his house, which is so unfair to the kid because that. That's robbing the kid from the experience of getting letters from colleges. But they're mm-hmm. going to the mailbox. It's going to your house. And then mm-hmm. they might like 10 buck too and getting the letter from you. They don't want to go there, but you, uh, now nah, I want you to see that letter because you shouldn't be going there. That's not fair to the kid, but I have seen that in books before too. The, all the information is the same. Then you look at the head coach and then match the head coach's information. Or if not the proverbial, um, five, 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 five. <laughs> mhm. It is crazy. Before we get up out of here, you anything else we um we forgot about? Not that we forgot about, but uh, something people need to be mindful of. This week is indie hoops. You know, um, one of the bigger independent program. I mean, independent. 
tournaments this coming weekend that'll be taking place in Georgia by put on by Jerome Weaver and it is always fantastic, man. Just yep. and and coaches, if you're listening to this seriously, start working on compiling your roster information now so that when you hit the send button you hit the send button you hit the send button and submit it it'll have your roster readily and available okay for the next live period event yep mm-hmm. and that's all yep alright man you want to tell everybody how they can follow you I know you got a footprint but any slow folks or the newbies not real familiar oh yeah absolutely well look again as always I appreciate our dialogue that I presume we'll get some continued weekly dialogue baby but um they can follow me on Twitter on BTS report or excuse me BTS underscore report and then on Instagram BTS report as well as BTS report Florida both on Instagram and Twitter because we always want to keep the sunshine stay glowing or shoot what I st- man I actually think about coming up with a I'm not sure what the con the concept would be but another basketball or sports related podcast where you and me our own podcast do we might need to figure it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad for punishment. <laughs> hey, we all are. On that. I've been running through my mind having to figure out how to go about doing it. But like, yeah, man. I'm like, no, we got good chemistry. We, could, we should have our own. But we should have our own podcast. Mm-hmm. On that. But yeah, that's something to get thoughts about. But. I will see you this weekend, of course, getting some more good basketball in. The Indian Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember ain't nothing but good things about it. Absolutely. All right, now to next time, man. Peace. Thank you. Peace. All right. I thought it was Friday, wasn't it? I felt his pain, though. I'm trying to get a list of players to keep up with this summer, who's hot, whose stock is rising, and stuff not in the book, right? You go to scores table, and the names, they got initials or numbers. Oh, my God. Man, man, man. Jeez, 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 jeez. We're going to get it together. We're going to figure this out. I miss the days of people coming and giving me information. Now I got to hunt for information again. When I feel like I first started, but it's all good. We're going to make this happen. Up on deck next, we have Coach Kurt. Kurt Martin, Smart and Stars program, been around for 30 years. And he he gave us a roster breakdown on all his players and a updated what's going on. As of right now, and he's on Coach Curtis on the hotline. We can go in and cue him in and see what he got to say. Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. We had Coach Kirk on the line from the Smyrna Stars, 17 and under. Team been around for at least 20 plus years. I'm not too sure. I know Lee's been close to 20 or more. How you doing, coach? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing all right. You've been a staple in Cobb County. This is a grassroots team, you know, mom and pops. Not too big, not too small. And you get people in school and get people exposure. How many years have y'all been around? 
You know, I've been with the program for about 12 years. As you know, Coach Gary Graham started the program, and it's probably pushing 30 years um, that he's that he's uh, since he started the Smyrna Stars. So it, it's been around a while. A while. I want to say 30, but like, man, I, I say, man, has it been 30? <laughs> but I knew at least been around 20 because when I first started doing, I started this in 20, I mean, 07, 2007. Okay. And they well established then. So I, I knew it had to be around for a while on that. That's that's what's up on that. Yeah, I, want, I got you on the, on the line because we want to talk about the uh, Sweet 16 session one. Weekend tournament over there and McKeatron. And that's yes, on the radar event. Sean hosts great events. You get a lot of coaches out there and get a lot of mid-major coaches out there. Because majority of players going to play at mid-major. People don't realize that. They're going to play. It's more mid-major schools, really, than Division One schools. Even some of these mid-majors register to be Division One, but they still really mid-majors on that. I agree with that, yes. So I, kn- I know y'all come there to get exposure and everything. What was your uh, takeaways from the tournament? Did y'all g- come there and get what y'all wanted out of this tournament? A- absolutely. Um, again, you know, Sean and On the Radar Hoops does a phenomenal job of, of hosting tournaments. I-, I mean, you can't beat it for live events because, number one, the coaches are going to be there. And number two, there's going to be great competition. And so it's it's always a great tournament. Um, I, I think coming into this tournament, you know, um, we, we had a lot of success in our previous two tournaments. And uh, we wanted to step up the level of competition, and, and we were able to do that this weekend. So um, the exposure um, and, and the experience of, of playing against good quality High-level competition was phenomenal, so we had a great, great tournament. That sounds good. Did y'all make any new contacts with coaches? Any new interest in your players? I believe we did. Um, right, right now, I, I'm not really sure. Um, I, I know uh, one of our coaches' phones was blowing up as the tournament was going on, so um, nothing specific that I want to mention right now. But, but yes, yes. Yeah, just get more. I got you. What are some players that on your team that made a name for themselves and re- rose a stock, basically? Um, you know, I, I love talking about my players. Um, I, I, the, I love them all. They all can play. But, you know, the engine that makes our team go is, um, you know, Javon Gamery out of Wheeler, you know, point guard does it all he can pass he can score he's a three-point sniper and what a lot of uh, people don't give him enough credit for is the boy is a tenacious defender um, he, he had a good tournament um, teams were double teaming him and uh, he would move off the ball get his shot off I mean he, he had a great tournament he's had he's had a great uh, April so far he's averaged 24 points in one tournament, another 18 points. He's had 10 assists in a game. Um, and the thing that I love most about Javon is the boy is a two-time state champion at Wheeler, and he's just a winner. He's going he's gonna to make some coach a very happy coach, um, whether he stays in 22 or whether he reclassed at 23. Someone's getting, getting a winner, and we all want winners. So... I start with him because he's the engine that makes makes our team go. Um, another kid that um, I know every coach had to be like, where did this kid come from? And that's Jeremiah Florinar out of Salem High School. 6'5", shooter, sniper. Um, he had a couple of games where he hit five threes. I know one game he had four threes in the first half. Um, so he really improved. I think his stock um, this weekend. Um, just a couple of other kids, if I if I have time to mention. Go um, right ahead. We have a, a six six. I call him a monster. Out of Salem High School, Brandon Kincaid. He's a twenty two kid. He's got some interest right now. 
Uh, he's an absolute beast on the boards. He grabs everything off the glass. Um, great post moves. And he's so big and strong, he's going to finish through contact. Uh, I don't know how many and ones he had this weekend. And for 6'6", six, six, I think he's about 215 pounds. The boy gets off the floor quick. He blocks shots. Um, nice, nice, strong body. Um, he's also going to make some uh, a coach very happy because he plays extremely hard. And with that kind of body, he's a, he's a force in the middle. Um, another kid that just joined our, our team that uh, his best basketball is ahead of him. He's a 6'10 center out of uh, Cumberland Christian, uh, Delva uh, Chedley. Um, the nicest kid you would ever want to meet and talk to, very humble. He just soaks up information. And then the best part about that, he goes out on the court and does what you ask of him. Outstanding shot blocker, rebounder, um, and surprisingly, you know, I didn't even realize this when we first got him, but the boy has a nice soft jump shot. So enjoy having him and just looking forward to him really, really blowing up this April. Um, one of our kids uh, got injured on Friday night. Uh, he's a 6'8 uh, forward out of uh, Clark Central High School. Ball of energy. Um, Tyson Jones. Tyson Jones. Unbelievable. He's a junior, and um, his basketball, his best basketball is yet to come. So, like I said, I, I love all of our kids. We got four great guards, including Javon, um, that are just lightning quick, can defend, tenacious, and when we need them to score, they score. Um, so I, I'm just happy with our kids. I, I, I love our team, and I'm looking forward to what else we can accomplish um, this this month. Um, we went 3-1 and one in this tournament, um, and I, I was very pleased with, with how they played and how, they, how they're gelling together. It's a hard-nosed team. Smyrna Star has always been a hard-nosed team. You're going to Ever since I've been knowing of the program, you're going to get the best effort out of that program night and day out and they're not really scared of the name on the jersey they play anybody y'all have a reputation for playing real hard and, and you play anybody not fearless that is that is what we're known for and that's one of the reasons why we put so many kids in school every year is because we demand that you come to play hard that, I mean that's if you're going to put on that Smyrna Stars jersey you must play hard. And and that's one of the things that uh, Coach Wade and myself and Gary Graham really instilled in this program, that you got to come play and you got to play hard because that's what college coaches look for. They want a, they want to know that a kid's going to walk out there, not be intimidated, and they're going to go hard. I appreciate you, Coach. I hear the passion and how much, hear how much you care about your kids. That's real good, and you're very familiar with the kids. You know them like they actually, like they own your taxes. You right, claim them on your taxes, so that's good. Absolutely. And we need more coaches like you. Some coaches give the game a bad name, but it's good to know we got coaches like you out there doing it the right way and making sure these kids get in school. Appreciate it. All right, thank you for joining the show, and we'd love to have you on again and get an update on your kids when they – when they get committed and signed to some of these schools, too, we love to talk about those kids and come on in. and then actually had the kids on too who committed and signed. Uh, we love to have that. Absolutely, would love to come back. All right, thank you, Coach Seventeen on the Smyrna right, Stars, you. Coach. Have a good night. Thank you. You're welcome. Coach, love those players, man. He's naming people in the stands that used to play for him. He knows, he knows players. That dude knows his players, and he cares about his players. And that's a homegrown mom and pops program. If you don't want 
all the hoopla, all the extra stuff of the politics. That's a program you might want to think about playing for in the future, signing up for. That's uh, I always like that. Pro- I always like that program. But we're gonna have to get about it. It's probably one of the longest podcasts we ever did. We had that many people on, and they got a lot to say, and a lot of things people need to hear. That's what happened. But follows on all platforms. You can find this podcast. Like and share and subscribe and give us a rating. And please drop comments. Till next time. Peace.